0: go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show. And don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney. And I'm here today with Catherine Keeping, the owner and founder of Gratitude Gem Oils. She does some really cool things with um, not only gemstones, but mixing oils with that. Um, She does healing sessions, readings, energy, drawings, and classes, a lot of things going on, a lot of parallels between she and I. Um, So welcome, Catherine. Thanks for being on the show. How are you today? I am well. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. All the way from Ontario, Canada. We're connecting across North America here (laughs) from Florida (laughs) to Ontario. (laughs) So very cool. So, um, let's start by just getting to know you a little bit better. Um, what is it that you do with, uh, gratitude gym oils? What's your main offering and how do you help people?
1: The majority of what I do is working with crystals and through crystals working with spirit. So I brew unscented oils with the properties of crystals guided by spirit. I, uh, work with a local uh, company to make teas that each have a healing grade crystal in them. I go down to Tucson each year to the gem show and bring back crystals that are healing grade so I can work with them in healing sessions with a person on the table or teach classes about how to use them um, and provide them to my students throughout the year as here's another tool towards your healing journey um so the crystals play a part of every aspect of the healing that i do i also do readings tea and cards crystals aura and sand and tea is my first and it's still my favorite um and then the energy drawings came a bit later um when my mom was sick with cancer she oh she desperately wanted to be able to see how i could see energy around people and i had taught dozens of people but i couldn't teach her Hmm. so i started drawing her and drawing the people around her so that she could see what i saw and from that grew the energy drawings because there were other people that wanted to learn and just weren't tapping into that ability to see but still wanted to see what was there so that grew um and then everything that i love i find that if i'm answering the question more than three times there's something in me that says well you should be teaching this now and so (laughs) i've been teaching classes uh, across canada um, and due to the learning i've been doing with four winds academy in crystal surgery i now have the opportunity to do some online teaching through them so they're based in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, with uh, Vivian Chapra and Neil Chapra, And um, it'll really be my first time doing teaching intensives as opposed to a one-on-one conversation with the client and here's the next steps for you. So it's kind of exciting and a little bit terrifying going into the new year.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. It sounds really exciting. Stepping up kind of, it's almost like we graduate from certain, um, work sometimes in, in this kind of soul work, um, when we're, when we're serving others in that way, it's like, you do this for a while, you master that you serve a lot of people and then, okay, now it's time to shift and change the way that you do that. And I don't know about you, but there is a certain kind of oddness. If you go against that, if you don't step into it and face the fears, it's like, this doesn't feel right. Although it's very comfortable. It's just not right. So I need to be brave and take, and take that next leap. So
1: About a decade ago, I heard some recordings by Abraham Hicks that for all that I've read by them, it was this recording that stuck with me about what it was like to be on the river and go with the flow as opposed to trying to swim upstream. And every time I say yes to something, it feels like going with the flow rather than swimming upstream.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's interesting. And I've I've heard a lot from them, but I haven't heard that particular metaphor. But my guides yeah. gave me a similar one I was just sharing with someone else today of being in a boat. So the your your boat is just designed to go with the flow of the river. But if you're yeah. afraid of what you see up there, then you're gonna try to hold on to the side and kind of make more trouble for yourself instead yes. of you know, you're biting yeah. and, and trying to control the process. And all the while spirits like, I got you. I'm gonna move that storm cloud out of the way. We're gonna get around those rapids. Like, it's fine. But the more we fight it, the more, yeah, it's just a stressful experience.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can feel sometimes like my angels are hitting me on the head with a two by four when <laughs> I don't pay attention.
0: Yep, I understand. I understand. So you mentioned, um, you know, not only stepping into this new venture and this new uh, kind of level of service, but, um, but, setting boundaries and listening to your guidance to kind of step back from situations when they don't work for you. Tell me a little bit more about that and how that's shown up in your life.
1: So listening to guidance is something that I had to learn and had to play with. Um, When I first started doing energy work, um, it was to do healing work for my first cat. That wasn't finding answers. And I desperately wanted to do anything that I could. When I took that first class, it was a healing touch class. Um, So that dates it as to how, when Mm -hmm. those classes were very popular. Um, In those first few minutes, what happened was a person would stand in front of you, you'd run your hands through their field, you'd experience something, and then you'd do it again. So there were about 30 people before me, and they're talking about, here's the texture, here's the heat. I didn't experience that at all. I saw colors. An angel put their hand on my shoulder. They told me what to do. I brought everything back into balance. And the colors came into order and evenness again. And I didn't know how to lie about what I had experienced. And it was one of those life-changing moments of you don't have a choice but to be seen. And when someone doubts you, setting the boundary of, no, this is genuinely what I see and what I'm experiencing, what is the next step? And years later, I, I still have these moments where uh, I have people, whether they are clients or family members, saying to me, oh, so that's a metaphor for something, And I say, well, if you'd like to perceive it that way, you can. But genuinely, that angel is standing beside you saying that your uncle is over there asking you to look in this drawer. This color is in your field. And when I ask it what it means, I think you need to take care of this in your life. It's worth looking at it. If you want to look at it as a metaphor, you can. But this is genuinely what I see. Here is my boundary. Here's my sight. Here's what is here. And every time I do this with someone that feels more like a muggle than a wizard, (laughs) good way to put it, (laughs) it is this (gasps) bit of a catch of the breath of what's going to happen when I speak this, when I speak this truth. Mm. And, and then I take the breath and go forward and do it anyways. And I do wonder if someday there won't be those moments of taking the breath first, but there's still consistently every day those moments.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a challenge. Because when we're having major downloads, or when our our gifts open up our clairs and Especially when we're called to serve more openly with that, hang up the shingle, yeah. as they call it. <laughs> they used to call it hanging out yeah. your shingle. This is what I do. Um, it's like coming out of the spiritual closet. And so yeah. you open yourself up to the, the questions, the, the judgments of yes. people that don't experience that spiritual level of life. And it's not just an idea it's not an ideology it's an experience so how you know i get it it's it, it can be very difficult i know that was one of the biggest challenges i had and i wrote about that in my book uh, empower your wisdom is like well what am you know when i started doing mediumship like well what is my my religious family going to think of me and what are my atheist mm-hmm. friends going to think of me like yeah it was just like on either side but here i am in the middle having these experiences and it's really who i am and it needs to become a bigger part of who i am because i'm called to this so it's scary i get it yeah. and how does you know you mentioned too um you know in some some of our previous conversation before you came on the show About becoming more visible with your work, so not only does it sound like (laughs) you get challenged in your everyday life, but step up as a teacher for Four wins and and you're you're maybe gonna share what you do on a broader scale. What's that been like for you to come out of that spiritual closet even more with all the
1: muggles, all the all the gazing eyes? (laughs) At first, I felt very angry, and then I felt very joyful. Um, I made a conscious choice in uh, doing the crystal surgery teachings to take the teaching track, um, which I knew would involve extra work and extra expectations. But we had a call this year where Vivian said, with great excitement and the way she spoke, you knew it wasn't just her speaking, but it was spirit coming through her as well. And you'll all be teaching in this year and we'll help you find the topics and you're going to be posted online for everyone to see. And I was very angry because this had not been written into the expectations and I'm a planner and and, and I'm the person who doesn't like posting pictures, doesn't like posting videos. If I post videos, it's of me doing a video of something, not of me in the video. Mm -hmm. so it was a it's a big thing and then I had people come into my life in different ways both here in Thunder Bay and in other places where I was working who were wanting access to the classes but I wasn't going to randomly be flying across the country to be teaching and that ability to connect with them in that bigger way Instead of it being something where there was anger or fear, then became something joyful of, oh, here's this opportunity where I don't have to find everyone. I don't have to understand all the tech. I just need what my natural skill is, which is the content and the channeling and the teaching. That is what is being asked of me. And in those people asking me to be seen, in those people asking to learn I stepped into it with joy and yes I would look in the mirror before I went on the camera and yes I was going to drink an extra glass of water because that grounded me and helped me be present but it it their requests changed fear and anger to joy in stepping in and then I started making choices to reach out to people who I knew were on radio shows or were on podcasts, or I had seen their podcast and went, Oh, that's exciting. Wouldn't I love to talk with that human being? Wouldn't I love to talk to not just that human being, but the spirit that they are in this human life. I want to see if that's possible because then I could be seen in a way that was connected to people that excited me. Yeah but that. it didn't start out as excitement. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. The <laughs> ego steps in first thing, wait a minute. We didn't yeah. plan this. This was nope. not my idea. <laughs> yeah. And it is in that surrender to what the opportunity is and that, and what, what is the joy? Cause the, everything has the opposites, you know, a, an element of the joy and the fear, an element of the opportunity yeah. and the challenge. Uh, the winning, the losing, the et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it is kind of what you focus on that that makes the difference, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So, so what um, would you say has been the biggest challenge? Um, you mentioned, you know, close relationships, family relationships with who you are and how you are. Um, how has becoming visible as the the spirit worker that you are created those challenges? And how does that show up today? like even in the last six, six months?
1: With friends, it's been a conscious choice of who do I want in my life? Who supports me? Who do I support? Um, And that has been the easier growth journey. Um, The harder is family. And even though I know, that I made this life contract and I chose this family, both for what I was going to teach them and what I was going to learn from them. Boy, did I make some difficult choices. Um, And they are people who have vivid memories of every mistake I've ever made. And that can be hard And so I have been actively making choices to say, yes, I acknowledge that mistake. And that's not who I am anymore. And somehow that creates a very uncomfortable space. It's not my intention. My intention is acknowledge and move forward. But I'm creating very uncomfortable spaces in doing this. And not sure what that's going to shift to, but I know that that's where it is right now. And then because all that I've been doing isn't just a hobby, but is the business that supports my life and has for a dozen years now. um, There is a perspective within my family um, that men are the ones in business. Mm. And so that makes things interesting so that when my brother and I go to family events, they will say to him, so, How's the business going? And he'll say, well, the only things I do in the business are I lift heavy rocks for my sister. He does, and a lot of them. (laughs) And when she's nominated for an award, I show up and I cheer. So it's been a good year. And the family is very confused. And I feel like crying for joy each time he does this because I know that I am supported but it's another bump in the road within the family.
0: I see. So, so it's almost like your brother who is helping you out, gets the recognition yes. in the family oh, yes. for your business. Oh, oh yes. That's a challenge for sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Your ego's like, ah, biting at the bit. I got to say something. No, it, it's not going to help. It's not going to help. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think receiving that support is, is huge and knowing like, if you can't change their minds and they're dead set on their, their state of consciousness and what they're going to allow in, then that's okay. Yeah. It's I, I think there is also a challenge sometimes when you're doing heart-centered, soul-centered work to then continue to bring that into these challenging relationships, right? Like, well, if I'm angry with you and I stay in that anger, it takes me out of the ability to serve with my open spirit
1: yeah
0: and it makes me close so the big it's like this weird cosmic joke (laughs) to have to have these challenging relationships that say Mm -hmm. oh well I I don't want to not know you and I don't want to cut you off so I've got to deal with this and how do I then make this my spiritual lesson
1: yeah and at the same time there's part of me that's a small piece that says but they can grow. And it's because because I live in Northern Ontario. So Northern Ontario can be very hick. My brother is a very Northern man. He hunts, he fishes, he welds. He goes mushroom picking. His favorite place is to be in the woods. And as a profession, he teaches truck drivers. He at the same time is the most well-read person I've ever met in my life. But everything else about him fits the stereotype. And when I first started doing this work, my brother was the stereotype of, oh, that voodoo thing you do. (laughs) And then it shifted to, well, if you wanted to work on me, you could. (laughs) I'll sit still for a bit. And now all these years in, it does not matter What happens in his life physically or emotionally, if there is something, something big, something small, and he wants to grow and change, he'll come in the door and say, so this happened. Do you have a rock for that? Or should I go and lie on the table? (laughs) Not a pause. I love it. Nothing. Just do you have a rock for that? Mm -hmm. And so if he can go through that big a journey. Yeah. There's still the potential that they can too, because they chose me in this life as much as I chose them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it sounds like
1: there is that, you know, that past life
0: connection of maybe being at odds, you know, or Mm -hmm. one persecuting the other. And then now it's like, okay, now we're a fairly close knit family. How are we going to make this work and stay in our heart spaces? (laughs) Because we don't want this to turn into another war. And no one's getting burned at the stake this time. So (laughs) how are we going to do this? Well, um, I mentioned before we started that I'd love to pull some cards for you with this challenge, if you don't mind. This is exciting. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay, you got it. So what I see here is there is, um, as you step into this next level of your work, it's time to get really complete with what has passed. And like, I don't know if that means the way that your family will bring up your past mistakes that there's a certain identity that you're growing out of that identifies with those mistakes. And, and so that's why it still kind of gets you, you know, it's still it, the jab might be like, Oh yeah, I understand that. I acknowledge it. Let's move on. But when you really don't even respond to it at all anymore, when you start going just kind of glazing over, uh-huh. I'm going to go get a drink of water, you know, or something like that, like authentically. Uh, Yeah. And then you say, actually, I am so transformed from that place that I can't, there's nothing to even say about it anymore because uh, when, when that resistance comes in and in your own, I don't know if it's self-judgment or fear of judgment, when that's kind of comes in, it keeps you from really closing that chapter. And it feels like for me, where you're going with your work, it's going to be really important to, to step into a new archetype and say, I'm kind of done with that. That's not even, I'm not even going to entertain it anymore. If it comes up, okay, next I'll think about something else. And it it's really about redirecting the pattern when it comes up. Does that make sense?
1: It does. And it's, it's also exciting because you're showing me the next step in the journey.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Always, always a joy to do that because I see that you're coming out of A time of really finding your power and, and really seeing that for yourself. And it came through meditation. It came through channeling you you've created and well, I wouldn't say creative. You found your spiritual identity, which I like to say is Mm -hmm. our true identity. We have all these parts of us. We have the, you know, and you have the part even that has gratitude gym oils. And then you're a sister and you're also a cat mom and you're, you know, you do these other things. And in your past, you've done other things you own a certain type of car you you know you do you shop at a certain kind of store but the spiritual part is beyond the descriptions and beyond the names and you are embodying that now more than ever yeah. so when you come into the future here in 2023 it's going to be all about seeing through illusions so that that stuff doesn't bug you so much anything that does get your goat is consider it a divine detour to remind you of that all over again Okay. Okay. And, and so, well, good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the current situation is, is you stepping up as a healer and a leader of, of the rhythm. Um, it's about balance too. You, we talked a little bit about how the days fly by. There may be a need to get a little bit more grounded and kind of be with the mundane a little bit more. Um, let's see. And I think that has to do more with your intentions for yourself and your life than anything else. So whether that's personal development or uh, improvements you're wanting to make, or it could be business. I do kind of feel a businessy vibe with that. So it's more like, okay, what, what do I want to do with this? What's, uh, you know, and a little bit, my ego, my intention, and a lot of it, what spirit asking me to do. And then there's going to be a lot more balance coming in instead of whether it can be like an all or nothing kind of year or you get real busy and then overwhelmed. Um, Did you know what I'm talking about? Like you ne- it's I'm in for- the
1: planning phase of that. Okay. The okay. last week of January, I go to the Tucson Gem and Mineral show and my entire year rotates around. What do I find there? So what am I teaching? What am I offering? How are things growing? Is there a new tea? Is there a new oil? all based on that. So that takes a fair bit of planning and very practical. How many hours are you going to spend in each location in order to create what kind of growth in the year ahead?
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. It is kind of being a little bit strategic with, it's kind of reminds me of how I plan vacations. So I don't like to have like those, those vacations where you have to do this at certain times, but I do like to say, well, I want to be here on that day, or at least, you know, if it's a day trip, I'm going to go here until mid-afternoon and then I'll go here and maybe we'll go to dinner here. But like within that, it's like, whatever happens, happens. There's no like set way to do it, but there is a general framework. So that general framework is super, super important for you right now and in the next year and getting really grounded and sticking to it and like having a a lot of integrity around that and trusting that if things aren't happening right away, that there's a divine timing for everything. And I do see for you, I'm getting my card um, that says you give away a little bit too much. Are you aware that you give a little bit too much? I do, and
1: when, when I notice that my elbows are always aching, that, that response to you're not holding your boundaries and how can you give to others if you don't give to yourself? I always notice it in my elbows and then look at where am I giving too much? What do I need to be aware of?
0: good yeah absolutely because that's going to help bring things in for you a little bit more you are quite um compassionate and open with the way that you give of yourself so i don't see that it causes suffering as much in terms of you know whether it's financial or uh, low self esteem or anything but it does um create a sense of imbalance maybe a little resentment mm-hmm. and and so it's like that's that l- like little tarnish to kind of scrub away be like okay what can i do to start heading that off at the pass so i don't have those resentments because that that is definitely part of your old self and as you let go of that more and live in your wisdom more um you can you can just allow yourself to be the version of yourself that you've you've seen coming um and if and, and i know spirit's already given you that that vision so i was going to say if there's someone that you know of out there that oh i'm going to live that kind of life like okay, fine. You can create like a, a role <laughs> model, but, and there might be that too, but I, I think for, for you, I feel like it is an ideal self and it's like, it's time for you to step into that ideal self, no matter what anybody else around you
1: thinks about it. Yeah. Cool. We, um, <laughs> Leanne Mitten, uh, is my website person and we did a full update on my website. And as part of this, she said, we need to create your avatars. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. (laughs) So she gave me this list of questions to be asking um, in relation to who are we trying to reach? And when I was done with that, I went, but who am I within this? So then I created an avatar of me in my ideal state, Mm -hmm. which wasn't part of the work, but it grew from her putting that in my in my world. It's yeah. really quite exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely and it's something to oh, step into.
1: Practical in it and I was like no but then the spiritual.
0: <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Grateful
1: for it. Yeah.
0: Good, good. Yeah, it's so important to have that because otherwise we're living by default a little bit. We mm-hmm. don't, you know, our spirit will give us these visions like this is who you're who you're becoming and what you're becoming, you're always becoming, we're never done. Anybody that says yeah. they're done, I say they're full of crap. Don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're always becoming that, that next iteration. So, so for you, it's uh, a little bit about sacrificing what you want most in the moment next year um, and kind of reigning in the, the wild woman, so to speak, or maybe the the spiritual side that is very, very connected. Um, and, and kind of dealing with any negative Thoughts about getting more grounded and receiving what you need. So, so being a little bit more selfish, knowing that you deserve it. Okay. And and whether that's again, whatever it is you're called to create. And I just feel there's a, a, it's more about stability, sustainability. Um, you know, it's not a, a pride based thing for you, but the business aspect and the you know income and, and stuff like that. It, it, it is it is a like, okay, it's time to, to put this into a framework that will last, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of pivots that have had to happen because of the number of lockdowns that have happened in Northern mm-hmm. Ontario. Mm-hmm. And um, there seems to be a stability now so that I can create a pattern again and look to the future.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. Yep, because it's it's ripe. For for this vision quest to start, a new new vision renewed. Um, I think around the pandemic, and, and sounds like you guys are still doing lockdowns more than we are near in Florida. Like we're like, what pandemic? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, some states and some places are much stricter about things. And so you you have had to create a new vision of what it means to serve. And okay. I, I do feel like you could pull up those old seeds that didn't sprout because of the lockdowns and the pandemic and say, okay, so what can I do now? Let's spread them out. Let's plant them in different places. And it is going to be a learning journey, uh, but use the same confidence that you used when you began this journey. And it's just going to plug right back in and it'll get to a a place of ease eventually. But I do see a bit of of a uphill climb and it's just going to be one step in front of the other.
1: Okay. Okay. Wonderful, thank you
0: you're so welcome many blessings with that i love I love to meet people doing the work servant servant <laughs> spirit it's uh it's pretty awesome and we're spread out all over the globe, but we are here we are doing it um so I want to dedicate this conversation in honor of all the other you know spirit workers light workers healers helpers- ser- uh spirit uh i wouldn't say servants that's kind of weird but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh yes. people who are in 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 that light and, and trying to help the world be a better place with it because that's all we're really trying to do. <laughs> bounce out, bounce out all the stuff going on, bring peace, bring healing. So thank you so much for being here today. And um so where can people find you if they're interested in the gratitude gem oils, learning more about you?
1: Uh so they can find me uh through gratitude gem oils on Facebook or through my website um and coming in this year ahead i'll be doing the online classes at four winds academy as well and if you're doing some astral traveling and that bit of work i'm starting to work in the sixth dimension so i can see you there energetically as well
0: awesome awesome well thank you so much for sharing your light today and i look forward to talking to you again sometime
1: wonderful thank you
0: You're welcome, Catherine. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two. If you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.